That's your governor, Andrew Cuomo, saying the mayor, he's right about that, and the NYPD did not do their jobs last night. He's talking about Monday night. That, of course, drew the ire of any decent New Yorker and or American. Really pissed me off and pissed Bernie off. And uh, we're happy to find that our favorite congressman, the great Peter King, King for just one day, as the Thompson Twins sung about there. He's also upset about this, as he should be. Once again, Cuomo calling out the brave men and women of our NYPD. Just a really disgusting move out of a governor that likes to blame everybody else except himself. With that said, good morning, Peter King. How are you, pal? Shit, I'm doing fine. Bernie, I assume Bernie is too. He's great. Uh, Great, yeah. Also, let me just put Indeed. in the plug. I'll be on Newsmax, uh, Newsmax myself today at twelve oh five. So, cool. you know, and one day they get the president of the United States and Pete King. How about well, that? Yeah, that How a, about that for a daily that's double? That's a banner day, <laughs> and we're going to be speaking to Christopher Ruddy in about an hour Good as guy. well. Great guy. Yeah. So, uh, Peter King, yeah. uh, listen. Uh, Sid laid it out. Governor Cuomo, he's blaming the police. Uh, he doesn't mention the fact that uh, cops were hit by cars and uh, assaulted left and right, and they were underdeployed and all that stuff. He doesn't mention that necessarily. He does mention the incompetence of Bill de Blasio, but he could remove de Blasio if it's such a crisis and they're not doing their job. If, if de Blasio is not doing his job, he could actually remove uh, Bill de Blasio, yet he just sits there in front of the TV cameras and, and talks, and he does nothing. Okay, several things. One, I was extremely critical of the governor and the mayor, but especially the governor, when he was uh, criticizing the cops in that vehicle when they had to escape from the mob. And he said they shouldn't have driven through the mob, even though the night before uh, Molotov cocktails have been thrown, cops could have been killed, bricks were being thrown, they're trying to overturn the car. And any normal human being would have done what those cops did, and yet the governor was critical of them. Uh, he was also uh, yesterday saying the cops didn't do their job on Monday night. Make a long, and so I put out several tweets yesterday and being very critical of the governor. And he called me uh, last night about 6 o'clock. Really? Yeah. I, I, I'm not going into the details of the conversation, but he was insisting to me that he was not criticizing the cops. He was criticizing de Blasio, that de Blasio is not competent, on and on and on. And listen, I'm not going to go into details. Basically, I didn't care who was criticizing who, except they shouldn't be criticizing the cops. I just played the uh, audio uh, before you came yeah. on, and it was very, very clear. It was his voice. He could blame it on somebody else. I blame the mayor and the cops. He said it. I mean, no, he did. Yeah. And, and I think what it is is people, uh, you know, they're in a culture where you don't have to worry about insulting cops. You have to be so sensitive and so careful about any other group or any other people that you're being critical of, but you have open season on the cops. So listen, I wasn't going to... Uh, I, I, I stood by everything I said with the governor. I told him this how to stop and uh, that you can't just be taking uh, easy shots at the cops when they're out there. As my father was NYPD for 30 years, but it's nothing like it is today. With those cops getting hit with bricks, I, I get calls every night from cops that are down there describing how vicious it is. These guys are fighting for their lives. They're surrounded by thousands and thousands of people. They're outnumbered at most times, and they know that if they take any action at all, Someone's going to be there with a camera, and that's going to be the isolated view that's shown on television. The cop could lose his job, lose his gun, uh, lose his pension, lose everything, and he can also get killed. So they're in an impossible position. Last night, one more cop's on the ground. I think the cops are giving more leeway. And let's face it, locking people up is never pretty. I'm sure Bernie and I have seen a few guys locked up in bars, and it could be your best friend. The guy could be guilty, but when he, the handcuffs go on, people are crazy. It's wild. It's tough. And the cops have to right. be tough to bring them down. 
When you just show that part on television, it makes the cops look bad. But for them to clean up the streets, to stop these demonstrations, they're going to take action that's going to look bad on television, but it's going to save lives, and it's going to be totally within the rules of what it is to be a cop. So I'm just fed up. Also, this whole narrative, the cops are somehow anti-black. Listen, there were almost 20 uh, 20 African-Americans killed in the city of Chicago last weekend. Not one of them was killed by a cop. They were killed by other people in the community. Nobody writes about that. Nobody writes about the fact that police encounters with African-Americans, there is no evidence at all showing that. In fact, the evidence goes the other way, that uh, whites are more likely to be shot by police when they have encounters than African-Americans are. That's the reality. But instead we get this false story uh, that somehow cops are after uh, African-Americans. Nobody's done more to save human life, all lives, black lives, white lives, all lives, in the city of New York than the NYPD. Murders have gone down 90% over the last 30 years because of the strong tactics of the NYPD. And the overwhelming majority of victims of crime, and this is the reality, the people that are hurt the most by this are people living in those communities. And so if murders are down by 90%, that means there's 90% more African-Americans were not killed that would have been otherwise. And all of us, whites, Hispanics, Asians, everyone, we're yep. the ones who suffer from the crime. The NYPD stops it, but the overwhelming number of victims of crime are African Americans. So what's going to happen is if the cops start to back away, if the cops are concerned that they're going to lose their job, that they're going to be attacked in the New York Times or on CNN, the cops are going to back off, and who's going to suffer? The people living in those communities are going to suffer because they won't get the police protection that they need. That's the reality. So this whole thing, I don't know one cop, not one cop, was not condemned what happened in Minneapolis. That was an absolute disgrace. So what, is, what are the demonstrations about? Well, they're saying that's what happens all the time. It doesn't happen all the time. What happened in Minneapolis was a total aberration. It was condemned. It was wrong. And think of all the cops. Cops are much more likely to be attacked than African-Americans are. I think it's 18% more uh, cops are attacked by African-Americans than African-Americans are shot by, uh, by cops. And again, just because you're shot doesn't mean the cop is wrong. That's what cops have guns for. And again, whites are uh, shot at a greater percentage That's of blacks right. per capita and also uh, total number. Well said, uh, Congressman King. Yes, uh, uh, for example, I'll give you a, a, one example of uh, the, the people being hurt by, say, these, these wilding riots that are going on are the people who live in the inner city. You heard uh, up in the Bronx, a small minority-owned businesses. And this lady in Minnesota, she was complaining, crying. I played the clip yesterday. Her store, her, the drugstore that she goes to was burned down. Where am I going to go for my medicine now? This is terrible. This is terrible. Yeah. The, the media doesn't care. And also, to your point about blaming cops, uh, they, they, the, Bill de Blasio was blaming the cop for pulling his gun on a crowd. And they showed the video of him pulling the, the uh, gun. They didn't show the video of the, uh, just before what happened, which was his supervisor got smashed in the skull with a brick. And that's why he pulled the damn gun. And de Blasio saying, that should have never happened. No, what, ha- what should have never happened is the cops should have got hit in the head by the brick, you moron. Yeah, listen, stopping riots is a, is a tough business. You can't be going over and giving a guy flowers and telling him you love him and hug him and everything else. The fact is, whether it's white or black or anyone, if you're in an ugly riot, the fact is that uh, the cops have to be tough to stop it. And I'm not talking about being brutal. I'm saying using the necessary force to stop it. 
And also, we should make it clear, there's an awful large number of whites in these demonstrations, too. So this is not a racial issue. This nope. is an issue where anarchists are involved. Listen, there's, a, I'm sure, a good percentage of people. They may be misguided. They may be well-intentioned, but innocent people in these marches. But the fact is, the marches have been hijacked by anarchists, by radicals, by people, like basically domestic terrorists. And I would say, if a person is there as a peaceful protester, they've been protesting after seven days. They should be able to see that this movement has been hijacked by terrorists. Sure. So when they're in that crowd filling up space, the fact is the uh, innocent people, the peaceful ones, are in many ways preventing the cops from doing the job because they're providing cover. They're enabling the bad guys to do what they want to do. Right. And I'm not even sure there are peaceful protesters. I think that the peaceful protesters are just fine with what the other guys are doing, too. That's just my opinion. You know, I've got to tell you, Peter, you're about to retire in November. If I would have said to you, in your last year of your momentous nearly four-decade career, you would watch the president be impeached, a pandemic basically ruin the world, and now race riots that date back to 1968. This last year been exciting enough for you or what? Enough going on? I, 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 I never expected anything like this. Any one of those three would have been un, un, unprecedented. And, I mean, you know, has been, there's been one president impeached like what, since uh, Andrew Johnson with Bill Clinton and then... Uh, Donald Trump, then the pandemic, the first one since 1918. And these riots are in many ways worse than they were in 1968 and 67 and 66, because in those years the riots were mainly in one or two cities, and then it would go on to another city the next year or two. And even after Martin Luther King, as my father was called off for those riots, he was, a, he was a cop, they lasted several days, but it wasn't as widespread all over the country. Uh, now, I was out in South Bend then in law school. My wife was a teacher, and it was a in a uh, minority community, and the school was wrecked and everything. But again, all that was over in a number of days. This is going on and on. being spread all over the country. It's well-coordinated. You talk to any cop who's down there. And these guys, the anarchists, they're on the phones, they're on scooters, they're on motorbikes. They, they are coordinating this all like a military right. operation. And the cops are expected to stand there and play defense. Last night, the cops were aggressive. The cops were out in large numbers, and they did what they had to do. If the National Guard has to come in, yes, bring in the National Guard. But I think the cops can do it on their own if their hands aren't tied. No, you're absolutely right. So uh, I, I, I do want to ask you about uh, Joe Biden throwing the cops under the bus. I mean, he's a total puppet at this point. I really believe he's senile. But uh, uh, to your last point, you say that you, you believe the cops can do it themselves. So you don't think that Cuomo should override uh, Bill de Blasio and send in the National Guard at this point? I guess based maybe on last night's relatively uh, calm night, relatively speaking. I, I think it should be a, a day-by-day decision. I mean, based on the fact that so much progress seemed to have been made last night, uh, because, again, I think the NYPD, they're the best police force in the world. They can get it done if their hands aren't tied. So let's see. If you need more National Guard, because I've spoken to cops, who do think the National Guard should be there. I have no strong position on this. That's, to me, I would leave that to the commanders of the NYPD, not the mayor, not the governor, the commanders of the NYPD. If they think they need the National Guard to hold down certain parts of the city where they're going after the uh, looters and robbers and other parts of the city, then fine. I'm not, I'm not here to be a military commander. I'm not George Patton. Right. I am saying that let those commanders <laughs> on the ground decide what help they need. And don't be taking cheap shots when the cops do what they have to do. Agreed. Now, listen, there's still about 27,000 cops 
that uh, we can use here. That's a lot of cops. They're not out there on the street every single night. They're using about 8,000 cops in a force that has about 35,000. So you may not need the National Guard. Put more cops out there, and you'll get exactly and, what and, you and need. And let them use tear gas right. or whatever weapons they need. Whatever you got to do. Hey, listen, you know what? Give us, uh, give us 60 seconds, like Bernard just mentioned, on uh, this really shameful rhetoric coming from the Democrat nominee, Joe Biden. Yeah, Joe Biden uh, likes to style himself as being a friend of the police. In fact, when he wrote his... Uh, uh, autobiography several years ago. He actually uh, mentioned me in there saying that I was too critical of President Obama <laughs> after the Ferguson riots and after the, those two poor innocent cops were assassinated in Brooklyn. That somehow I thought that uh, rhetoric from the Obama administration had, had a, uh, a partial responsibility for that. No, the bottom line is yesterday he showed basically where he's truly coming from in that he's willing to throw cops under the bus, a national commission on policing. How about a national com- uh, a commission on how cops are abused, how cops are abused by the very people that they're saving lives for, about how cops every day put their lives in the line for all of us. We can sit back and we can pontificate. We can go on television or radio. We can teach in an Ivy League campus. You know, we can write for a newspaper. But the fact is, it's the cops that are out in the street every day. They're the ones who are ducking the bricks. They're the ones who get shot at. They're the ones who are Molotov cocktails thrown at them. And when they talk about how it's impoverished people who are doing that, how about the two lawyers? How about the two highly educated lawyers who had a car full of Molotov cocktails and were throwing them at the cops the other night? Mm-hmm. Why don't we talk about that? One of them was actually a community board leader. So this isn't people who are impoverished. No. These are people who know what they're doing. They're anarchists. They're out to kill the cops. Right. They're staying with the cops. Listen, if a cop doesn't do the job, that's one thing. But don't define for him what his job is and tell him, hey, you've got to get this done, and then you tie the guy's hands and you ask him why he didn't get the job done. Stand with them, let them get it done, they will. Yeah, and those two, those two lawyers that you're talking about are actually going to be released on bail, these two domestic terrorists, which is unbelievable. And the media gives short shrift to the cops getting shot, the cops getting killed over the last couple of days. It's really a, a, a sad also, situation. Bernie, a lot of these people being locked up on the streets right now, yeah, they get an appearance ticket and they're out. Yeah. Right. So you have to have two cops to bring a guy in to process him, and then the, uh, the, the bad guy is out before the cops are back on the street. That's another thing you yeah, can that, be angry about with Cuomo, with Cuomo the criminal yeah. payroll form. Yeah, I mean, so it's just time after time it goes back to Governor Cuomo and this idiotic mayor. Anyway, God bless you. We love you. Good luck on uh, Newsmax. Later on today, we'll be watching. You're the best, Peter King. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank, we, you, Sid. Thank we, you, Bernie. Appreciate it. Right, really